Now what do you think I've been doing all day? Boozing bloody well boozing How do you think I've been spending me pay? Boozing bloody well boozing Don't say I am wrong for you know I'm not right Don't argue the point for you know I can't fight Where would you like me to take you tonight? <laughs> I like the hair. Thanks, man. Are we get? Is this in? Are we in? Yeah, we're in. We're on. Okay. Let, okay. So I've instantly forgotten your co-host's name, <laughs> but I can see the spelling of it. And this, this, uh, this is an interesting angle of attack for me because I want to know a few things. So if I just pronounce it, Eogan, Eogan Carry. <laughs> Close. It's like somebody speaking backwards. It's like someone fucking hogging up a loogie in the middle of my name. Oh, okay. So, Just like Owen, that. Owen, yeah. what what's the what's the best Starbucks name that you've had given back to you? It's not even Starbucks. I get yoga. It's just anyone who reads it. Yeah, it's Yogan, Yogan, Egan, Ian, Eugene, Diego, Han. Sometimes think I'm, people think I'm Turkish. We could just call him Eugene, though. I like Eugene. Eugene. <laughs> he looks... That was my favourite sort of like bit of a buzz in, in, in America getting a Starbucks. And it didn't happen very often, granted. But, um, like, I, I'd go in this in name because no one knows me in America, and I'd say Rob. And then sometimes it would come back and it would say Robbie on it. And I was like, yes, an American <laughs> knows me. Yes! Yes. <laughs> Imagine it came back and just said cunt. I remember one time I, I got um Starbucks. Do you know what we asked like 14 questions and the girl was like, what's your name? And I was like, Mark. And they just hear Merrick. And then at the same time, she's like, is that to go? And I was like, oh, yeah. So the woman started, when I'm waiting there, and the woman's just looking at me and she goes, oh, iced Americano for America. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember? Can you remember when somebody at the football thought you were Serbian for about <laughs> yeah, eight months? Because <laughs> they, really they, <laughs> they thought your name was Merck because <laughs> the, the accent was indecipherable. They, they, they thought you were Serbian. The right. first time, I was hey, a... lads, fucking great idea! Another podcast with comedians on it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a unique. He's not a. He's not a comedian, though. No, no, I'm a, I'm a civvy. Oh, what is he? He's a citizen. <laughs> no, uh, a citizen of Ireland. I'm a, 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 civilian, a, civilian, a civilian. Oh, a civilian. He meant. Well, he, I'm I, he, 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 we do these zooms, Rob, where people come on boozing, and he would come on from Ireland, just hammered, and his like background would just be a sheep. <laughs> He'd be in, like. So how come? How come you're in America now then? Oh, I lived here. I lived here since on and off for the last ten years, but. Uh, I moved to LA in 2015 and then I was back in Ireland for 10 months just before the pandemic. So that's when I jumped on them Zooms. So what are you, what are you, what's your job in America? Uh, I work in TV and film production usually, but I'm making a little pivot again now with this fucking, the pandemic has stopped crazy, so I'm trying to... And why have you got a yellow hat on? <laughs> Couple of reasons. Glad you asked, Robbie. Yeah. Uh, it's chilly enough here this morning. It's not. Hey. <laughs> It's not the, hot. I shaved all my hair off a few weeks ago, B. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Go with that. Uh, the yeah, the yeah, yellow yeah, thing's good, but... 
So you shaved all of your hair off because you didn't have a lot of it left? Or no, well, yeah, I was growing a bit of a sore throat you're, in the back. <laughs> or you're coming out in sympathy for a friend that's going through chemo? No, no. no. <laughs> I could finish. Alopecia is um, kicking in. No, I just, I was at the start of lockdown in April in Ireland. I, I cut my own hair and that, that was okay for a week. And then I said, fuck it. So I shaved the whole thing off and then I kept doing that. And then... I let it grow for a while and I said, I, I tried to get a haircut, but everyone was like booked out. It was pandemic. They wanted to make a reservation. So I just, I was going to a show and I said, fuck it, I'll just cut it now. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? Oh, it's terrible. You like my, it. I like it, yeah. My, my hair's going really thin on top. And no, you may say, because of the screenshot that we've got here. But what happens is when I'm actually doing a show and I'm like pointing at somebody in the audience and giving it the big and like, you still think this middle-aged portly man sexy. <laughs> and then I, like, pointing at them like that and I look behind me and there'll be a 45 foot version of me on screen behind me with, the, with a beam of light going through my hair. And my hair is so thin and patchy now that I think I'm gonna go and uh, get a thatch job. What's that? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get hair sewn in. Oh no way, really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I, I know some uh, comedians here that got it done, but like they got it done ahead of time, so you'd never know. I was like, oh, that's clever. I did that. Did it work? No. Kind of did, but I think that things need aftercare, and oh, it can right, be delicate. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not very good at caring for myself. <laughs> and it was the most painful experience. I, I had a hair transplant when I didn't really need one. And um, I just thought it'd be like a bit of a jolly. I get to take some drugs, mallow out a bit, and then the machine puts, you know, makes me beautiful. And um, it was the most excruciating eight out because it was eight hours and it was just this machine going fuck off fuck off fuck off like that for eight hours you were awake and, uh, yeah and the valium that they give me didn't suffice Jeez. and um and then and then when I, I i i went home i just didn't look after it and i think it fell out how long do you think you got out of it how how i, I i'll give you an out of ten I think the job that they actually did was probably like a nine, but because I didn't look after it very well, I think I probably left with a two. <laughs> so it was like a cashmere sweater, and you were like, fuck this, I'm going out tonight getting drunk. And this sweater was well, on. I just, I just, you know, kept wearing a baseball cap and didn't wash it and didn't wash me and didn't you know, <laughs> put the treatment on it that you need to do. Oh, yeah. So. Just because of how painful it was last time, I keep putting it off and putting it off, and I've been meaning to do it now for over a year. And this is the perfect time to do it because you know I can't go to work, I can't do anything, so oh, yeah. I might as well do it now. But for some reason, I'm not. You should have got braces too. I was thinking that. Like, like my my wife, who's from California, never lived in a house without her own ensuite. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. We used to have a bath on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And I used to be the third person <laughs> in that bath after my mom and my sister. And, you know, baths were for Sunday. So, 
Sometimes I've, I, I, I have a bath on a Tuesday and I genuinely, as a 47-year-old, get out of the bath going, it's not even Sunday. <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> You're like, no, thank you. No showering. It's always after Glen Rowe for us. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, we used to have this awful Irish soap. It'd be so bad. Plus, you got the Sunday night scares, the fear. Yeah, Monday coming. Did any of your families use talc when you were growing up? Oh, on the balls. Here, yeah, on everything. that's one of the most, I'm addicted to talc, to baby powder. Do you know why, do you know what, talc has disappeared as a phenomena in adult human life. Not that there's any dogs using talc. <laughs> do you know why? Cancer or some shit? Carcinogenic. Really? I, I'm not yeah. lying. I powder my balls three to four times a day. What about you, AR? <laughs> I'd have a, a, thing, a thing of talc for sure in the house for emergency, but I wouldn't be daily like Mark now. Oh, yeah. Trip, trip times a day. When yeah, I, I, bought, I bought talc up in company the other day, <laughs> and nobody, like Wait, 10, hu- call, 10 adult humans. Is that what it is? No, it's like, bit, like Johnson & Johnson's. I know, I know Johnson Johnson. I know the one we're talking I've about. Got, I've got a theory. Go on. None of the people I was talking to were Catholic. Oh, go on. I like Maybe... It. Talc comes with Catholicism. <laughs> the shame of talc. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and what's your, is your is this podcast called Shame Something? Yeah, the shame. The shame. Oh, and yeah. is there is there a um is there a basic what's your tagline? What's your USP? Oh, basically, instead of going to therapy, I said I'll do another podcast <laughs> and try and get rid of the shame out of me. Um, I haven't thought of a tagline yet. Well, I, I do I do a podcast with my wife, and it basically I, I I've done a few. We we when I say I've done a podcast, I don't carry on doing it much like looking after my teeth. It's not something <laughs> that I tend to, and um, it's basically become a safe space to air out our domestic problems oh. because like we do it kind of comedically. But also, there's got to be some resolve and we can't take it too far because people are listening. But I actually mean what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that, that must feel good. Yeah, it really does because, you know, she she has to take it with a comedic slant instead of getting deep down into the details of it and 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 telling me how wrong I am. And my wife, before she ran off, to join the circus and become an actress um, was studying to become a lawyer. Oh. So she could actually murder somebody in front of me. And then I, that evening, make me believe I murdered her. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking unreal. But it's unreal too if you're arguing with someone who's good at like saying feelings over facts. I was talking to my buddy last night. And he was like, it'd be like if a girl was like, oh, I, I just feel like we're not hanging out enough. And he's like, we hung out Monday, Tuesday. We didn't hang out Wednesday. Thursday, we hung out Friday. She's like, I just feel we could hang. He's like, do you not fucking care about facts? <laughs> we hang out a lot. She's See, like, that, the, thing is, the thing is with you is that you have got so much to unpack and are so unwilling to take <laughs> 
it's, yeah. a, it's actually best for you and the planet that you just plow on. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. It's so compact and it's keeping me going forward. If I was I mean, to unpack I, it. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Because like, you know, you're supposed to spend the second 20 years of your life sorting out the first 20 years. Oh, yeah. Right? That's basically what happens. You haven't even got around to peeking into that messy, <laughs> dirty, shitty, smelling cupboard marked all the things that I'm delusional about. <laughs> Which is good because you keep hurtling. Yeah, it's like a meteor. <laughs> Just keep hurtling forward. That was what I was going to do on this. Do you know the way American women especially, they'd be like, I, I only want a guy who's going to therapy. Show me a therapy receipt. And I'm like, I'm not going to therapy. And they're like, ah, okay, it's not going to happen. Like, do you ever have sex with a girl and you're like, does she like me? <laughs> no. You say that out of fear? Or <laughs> yeah. Like, do you ever think, it's like if you're ever happy and you're like, ah, shit, I can't enjoy this because I know the bad stuff's coming. Do you know, I used to think that to be really achieving something in life, and to be living life how it's meant to be living you need to be on the precipice of death at all time. <laughs> you know that's how i felt that like i needed to feel super steroidy cokey full-blown skidding into the grave die young leave a good-looking corpse i used to feel as though that's that was living and what i've come to realize is content is the way forward and i found content and uh, without it you know you would think that content for somebody that is still out there living that single life sounds like losing yeah and if you'd have told me as a 27 year old or as a 32 year old or even as a 34 year old that content will make you so happy i wouldn't have believed you and and content genuinely because like when you say i can't enjoy this because the bad stuff's coming you know that makes me think back to how i was nothing that i achieved scratch the surface of my self-hatred and <laughs> um you know the, the the awful quagmire of my own wretched mind Nothing. 125,000 people in front of me. And all I thought was, what have you cunts come to see this cunt? <laughs> that was how bad it was, you know. And so I, I kind of, I, I totally understand what you're saying. But content is the best virtue that I've possibly ever reached. I've reached level content. Really? So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like in a Zen way. I'm not a Zen master or anything. It's just that I don't feel like, oh, something nice is happening. I probably got cancer. <laughs> That's I don't, all. I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel that way anymore. You know, it's. Um, so how do you feel now? If something nice happens, you're just like, oh, this is nice. Sitting it. Uh, well, the stuff that you were terrified. What by commitment and children, um, <laughs> you know, it, it sort of is one of life's great levelers, and 
it's life leaves you and the universe leaves you these Easter eggs that you only realize that you've received once you've passed certain levels. But you've got to take that plunge and go past those certain levels to understand the fact, oh, the, the complete life experience. Oh, I'm getting this. Oh, oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything changed when Teddy arrived. Oh, yeah. And, and since then, I've just been sort of marshaled by four children and a wife into being content and um yeah it's 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 a good thing yeah i don't know i can see how it's a good thing i'm just not at that point yet where i'm like oh i want to go into that garden if that makes sense i'm running yeah but like how are you gonna have any kind of relationship <laughs> that's what i want to do for this podcast i'm like oh this is it we're finding you a girlfriend no no we're finding how to fix my head oh right okay yeah, like, like, how are you going to have any kind of proper relationship with another human being <laughs> where, where you behave like a solid human being behaves? Yeah, no, I was thinking the other day, it'd be nice, like, to have, say, a Finnish wife who lives in Finland, but I, th I live I thought you here. said a finished wife. <laughs> like, a long distance appeals to me, because you're like, I'm not alone. So someone's there. You know, you know, do you know, I think you're the least ready of all the <laughs> in the relationship, <laughs> including JMO. <laughs> no way, really. Put me above that. Yeah, I know JMO comes first and then it's you. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why, though. Like, here's the thing. How are you so open? That's another one. Because if someone asks me any question, I'm open on stage. I'll tell anything. Well, to a point, but like if someone asks me something personal, I'd be like, ah, yeah, shit, someone's <laughs> calling me. My aunt is no. calling me. <laughs> I I have a compulsion to overshare. You know, that's I, I have uh, a I have no filter and no reason to not do this verbal diarrhea thing that I do, and um, it only becomes shameful when it's a front page tabloid story uh, that, you know like because like what, whatever i say is kind of um explosive enough with these with this with this self sort of uh, giving giving of my inner everything yeah and then on top of it they have to clickbait what i've said to make it even worse oh uh, yeah 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 ah oh, that so, must be tough Shame yeah, wise. it is because you know you, you kind of like being vulnerable and everything. Although I can't stop what I do or how I am. Yeah. But then on top of it, it's actually made worse by the headline that they tell people to get yeah. them to click the thing. So, um, fuck yeah, it. that can be that can be a problem. Like like doing this, I realize that doing podcasts so and do yours because you're my mate. Um, but all it does podcast is give the tabloids yeah free story. it's unreal isn't it yeah like honestly robbie williams is getting breasts in I lockdown do, <laughs> i sh i should be paid i don't know 80 grand would do for the enigma 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 is that the right word and the the shame that is tossed back my way by the words that i say <laughs> yeah it's even worse i imagine seeing them written down so like if you yeah, because there's no context as yeah. well. There's no, you know, there's no, there's no context for what was said, how it was said. Like this week, this oh. week I did a podcast with Robbie Savage, the footballer, 
and uh, I was talking about why I left England. And it was basically, you know, the, uh, the every time I, I turned on the television, there was a talking head basically, you know, explaining how bad I was as an artist and as a person and just awful, awful man. And then the tabloids would do the same. And then the tabloids would uh, send paparazzi to chase me 24 hours a day. So my, it was unfit for purpose. It was untenable. So I had to leave. That became, I left the UK uh, because of Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I said. Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's like, fucking, you know, that's on Twitter, funny. the way people troll you, like on Twitter, They'd be like, uh, like, yes, I posted a flyer. I'm doing a show this weekend. But like, it's unreal. There's like Burrs on it, Rappaport, Melissa V. Senor, Ian Edwards. And some Irish guy was like, why are you there, you idiot? Like, <laughs> but this, if that was in the paper, it must like amplify it so much that you're like, why am I there? Yeah, but that's that's the thing. You read like shit things about yourself, no matter whether you're you're you putting that gig together or me doing the gig in front of these tens of thousands of people. You still think it's true. Yeah, I remember you told me that, right? I don't know if you remember this. My first book came out, and you were like, "You should come on up to the house." So I went up, and you were like, "You're watching TV in bed," and you were just like, "You should here look at this." And I was reading some uh, Sunday newspaper, put a article online, an Irish paper, and your man was like. The fact that trees were cut down to print this book is an absolute disgrace. <laughs> and you goes, yeah, that hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. No, but you were like, yeah, you think it hurts, but then you're like, fuck them. Because you're like, you think that's true. It was unreal, because if I'd read that on my own at home, I would have been like, oh, I'm going boozing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, I, I don't have the, the booze to numb the pain. Yeah. And, you know, it's like I, I, I'm doing really well with not reading about myself on the Internet. Um, but I can't help. Like, I, I find loopholes to do it. Like how? Like, I, find, I find loopholes in my own mind to go and have a look at something oh. because I need to do that because it's important to know. Maybe I will get um, some love from people because maybe they will see me differently because now in the long form podcast, they will understand and I'll have better chance to explain myself like I did last night when I went, I, I saw this headline. How did I see that headline? I was looking at the newspaper and it was about <laughs> me. And I thought, ah, oh, I'll just go and check the review of that um that podcast to um, to see if people change their minds about me. Because, <laughs> you know, I know that I'm regarded as a cunt, and I think I might be in the top three or five people that people think are a cunt, but oh, yeah. they're actually not. Yeah, yeah. And um, and you know, with that insecurity in mind i took myself off to go and find a review and i thought oh i know where they review things they review things at reddit oh so no way oh. robbie williams and then i put um um uh, the podcast name fuck him the people at reddit really hate me, and hate <laughs> me for a long time long long time did you read it um well there was no 
there was no review of the podcast, but the first 10 things that I looked through were just like, fuck Robbie Williams. <laughs> they could have been. Oh, that's and, the worst you know, one. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, I, and, and there I was. I've done it again. I figured this loophole because surely now I've had a chance to explain myself. These people that hate me will now not hate me. <laughs> just, um, they, don't, they don't care. It'd be funny if the loophole was... You were like in your head, you're like, how tall am I? <laughs> Let me Google Robbie Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, what's this? Reddit would know best. Jesus, that's a well to go down. Like, here's the thing. Right? Yeah, if- well, I, I, actually, I actually also, period, not during COVID, before COVID, was just like, right, I'm going to go on Twitter and I'm going to have a fight with people that are mean about me. <laughs> So it didn't take me long to go and find some meanness about me. It's mainly mean. Let me tell you this story. This is funny. So I was reading and I did, I went and had a fight with people. And then I, I was on a plane and I was going to Spain and I couldn't let Ida know that I was in this shame pit because she's already told me to not read stuff. So I was on the plane and I was on the phone to my management and I was trying to whisper into the receiver going, get my password, change my password. To what? Twitter, change my password to Twitter. Because, you know, I, I get angry and I say shit like Alec Baldwin. And um, anyway, the other thing was, uh, which was fuck. great. I was reading the comments underneath the Daily Mail article, and they're the actual worst. They're they're oh, they're, yeah. the, they're just like um, like dilute hatred. That's just... <laughs> and I was like, what if what if they're just like this with everybody? And I'm just looking at mine, and I'm I'm developing this. You know, I'm giving myself this place to find out all the things that about myself that I hate about myself because I'm so full of self-hatred and I need it vindicated. Why don't I go and check, check somebody else's out that I know are nice people? And I was like, who are the most down-to-earth, nicest people you know in the industry? And I was like, Ant and Deck. <laughs> Ant and Deck are the most down-to-earth people in the industry. So I went on to an article about them. The second one said, and I quote, I hate these cunts <laughs> almost as much as I hate that fat bastard Robbie Williams. <laughs> the second one, the second one, I couldn't escape people hating me in somebody else's comment section. Oh, fuck. Imagine you close your laptop, you're just sitting in silence. <laughs> Got what he's looking for. Yeah, you did all right. Oh, fucking hell. Did it, did, how, how long does it take you to shrug it off like that? Like, I'll have a guy hit me up. I remember an Irish guy one time. He was dumb. You have to put into your blog, like, your email. And he put in his real email by mistake. And, like, he misspelled. He's like, you're a cunt. He spelled cunt with an M. <laughs> and then I put his email into Facebook. And I was like, oh, I know that guy. <laughs> You could have oh. just, like, he tried to anonymously oh. call me a cunt. And I, still... well, I, had to, I had to get rid of my Instagram. I've got rid of it twice. Just like, I haven't got rid of my page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My page. 
But um, what happens is, and I would say this is nine times out of 10, somebody will leave me a direct message and it'll be awful, right? I respond with kindness. They come back confused. <laughs> no, wor no word of a lie, nine times out of 10, they always end up apologizing. You seem like a great lad. Oh, really? One guy, one guy, right? He, um, oh, he, he leaves me this long DM about what an unbelievable cunt I am and how it should walk in God's earth and taking up the oxygen and all <laughs> this sort of like, you know, I, I'll smack your head, like threatening violence, mm. threatening violence, smack your head in. And, you know, I'd created this energy for him, enough for him to leave this DM saying about how much he wants to beat me up. So I start chatting to him and <laughs> he starts chatting back. And once again, becomes really nice. And now I'm really nice and that's okay, mate. Don't worry about it. You know, da, da, da. just be kind to people because you don't know what they're going through. I understand that. Then he goes, and I have 10 grand. <laughs> You have to admire the balls on them. <laughs> Just unbelievable. There's another thing that I've noticed about kind of like mean comments, right? You go to their page and in their bios and very often in Instagram pictures that have just been left by them, be kind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's insane, that, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be kind, unless it's Robbie Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? That's such disconnect of, like, love one because another. I, I tell you what, you don't exist and I don't exist. I'm just an idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Oh, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not actually a real person yeah. that's fully formed, that's actually 5D with flesh and blood and feelings and a wife and children yeah. and my day-to-day -day struggles with my mind and how I go about interacting with the world and being socially inept and being anxious and being slightly spectrumy and all of those things. They, you know, it's like, and, and the only reason, the only reason that I could relate to this is like when I used to go to Port Vale, when I was 14, 15, 16, and I used to be in the stands I used to join in with the grief that people would oh, bestow yeah. on the left back. Don't <laughs> him, he's fucking useless. He's fucking useless, right? You only think that those people exist on that grass. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the, it, it's, it's like seeing your headmaster cutting the lawn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And having that sort of... What's going phase. on? That's perfect. Well, yeah. It's like <laughs> coming for the first time or finding out Santa Claus doesn't exist and how awkward and how weird that makes you feel. Yeah. And then like seeing your headmaster cutting the lawn, you're like, that's not. Yeah, ah. yeah. That's like if I see someone I hate or dislike sneezing, I'm like, ah, oh, they're not too bad. Because it just <laughs> it humanizes them in the moment. I'm like, oh, yeah, they, not everything's great for them. One of my dad's girlfriends told me when I was like 10 that if you yawn and the person that's in the room with you doesn't yawn back, they don't like you. <laughs> 
so I used to yawn and she wouldn't yawn back and I'd be like <laughs> imagine you were on a date <laughs> you just go you kept yawning <laughs> she's like nice you... guy just kept yawning are you having a you fit? that was how I tried to figure out whether girls like me or not oh yeah here's another thing right yeah because I, I won't even know a girl would like me and I'm like why <laughs> and eventually scare him off but like how did you f- go from boozing to then chatting up women sober that sounds like a very irish question because like if i'm boozing i'm a chairman sober i'm like a 1950s housewife i'll be like i'm going to be coming over there now and i'll kiss you in count down yeah, three minutes you've <laughs> never given it a real good go yeah, yeah, I know. you know you don't you don't go into the gym having never been in the gym and bench 250 <laughs> that's a good point step by step did you know what i mean it's like basically you haven't had a drink on tuesday and wednesday and on thursday you try chatting somebody up and it doesn't work out for you because you feel uncomfortable because you're in your head yeah and then i start sweating that's, that's, that's basically all that's happening what you're doing is the equivalent of having a German lesson on Monday <laughs> and on Thursday expecting to have a full conversation in German. <laughs> in German. That is true, because I'll give up after the sweats. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's not how it works. And plus, you know, like, that's the problem with you and your drinking is that, <laughs> you know, there's no like death. There's no actual you you because like my drinking took me to a ten. Your drinking takes you to an eight point five. Oh yeah. But mine oh, yeah. mine was just like, hey, stop drinking or die. So okay, that, yeah. I, I get that that's what's happening to me. Oh, yeah. The problem with you is I, you're I, a good drinker. Yeah, I'm a great boozer. Very much fun. <laughs> Plus, I don't get bad when I'm drunk. Hopefully, touch wood. I'd be like, oh yeah, we're dancing. But it's still, like, if I go for a daytime date, in my head, I'm like, ah, why are we here? What's going on? I'm sweating. I should have put more powder on myself. Like, it's it's all in the head. And now I'm trying to be like, and then I'm like, ah, this is, do I like her? I don't think so. It's her fault. Yeah, start blaming her on the date. You could loosen up, couldn't you? Why is she making me sweat like that? I, I never had a comfortable date. You yeah, know, really? No. Nah. That's part of the crap. Um, yeah. Is, it, know, is that actually part of it, that it's not comfortable? No, it's really not. <laughs> I, I sort of like tripped and fell into comfortable situations with people, yeah. but never sort of, hey, I'll meet you at Joe's at 7.30. Let's figure out whether we like each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so like... I only did that in America and none of them went well yeah but that's uh, that's actually kind of my plan <laughs> is to trip and fall into something and be like ah there plan. we go Solid plan. i think you know i i have become less socially awkward than i was but i'm still socially awkward and the way that i did it was okay i'm speaking to a human i'm going to pretend i'm doing my own podcast <laughs> <laughs> and that was the going to the gym and slowly oh. I built up I, I built up I, I think I've got a good 40 minutes <laughs> really yeah yeah and then you know 
I can parlay that off into having to speak to somebody else or move about oh, or yeah, yeah. pretend that I've got to go to the toilet or, you know, it's definitely with social situations, it's definitely like going to the gym as you've just got to build that muscle. Yeah, um, yeah. so you've got 40 minutes of charm. <laughs> also, also when you're sober and you've been to a therapist and I don't want this to put you off, and you've been to a therapist, <laughs> You know, and you develop empathy. You, develop empathy. <laughs> and, uh, you, know, you realize that it's now four o'clock and she's crying, talking about her father. Oh. And you, you did this and <laughs> an empathic person. And how, how can you put the moves on somebody now that's just been vulnerable enough to share with you? Because that's. That's basically what happens when you're sober. Oh, I, I was going to say, that happens if I am sober chatting someone up. And then they open up and I'm like, oh, Jesus, you're a mess. Are you okay? <laughs> and then you're like, you, I just need to give you a hug and send you off to therapy. Like, as opposed to, oh, give us a <laughs> She's like, I've spoken to my dad in years. Oh, give us a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's basically, yeah, drunk relationships with people that I've had in the past, it just removes all inhibitions and their inhibitions are oh, removed yeah. too. And you know, you're 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 working on an animalistic basis instead of actually being physically in the room and compass mentors. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you know, it it works out if I mean are you still enjoying it? Oh yeah, I'm having fun. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> But that's the thing too, like is I feel like if I'm chatting to someone and they'll be like, Oh, we had a great connection and then the next day I'm like, Ah, oh, that was too much of a connection. <laughs> we need to like chop that off now. Put some water on the fire. What why? I, yeah, I don't know why. Maybe because I'm like, ah, oh, we're getting that was too close. Here's I think there's so much like you know, you could meet your soulmate here in LA and then two minutes later you're like, ah, oh, there's another soulmate coming around <laughs> the corner. It's insane, that, the choice. That nearly, that, that nearly happened with Ida. Really? You know, there was, yeah, there's just like a sliding door moment because Los Angeles is the primary place for the bigger, better offer. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you know, searching your favorite porn category that you've been through a million of times, trying to get that one video and you settle in on something that you've seen before, but you'll know we'll do the trick. <laughs> you, you know, that's that's Los Angeles is is sort of, you know, you'll you never get to that perfect video because there's always a bigger <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why like I think I, I, I used to be I used to be in bed with people watching late late shows and and watching an actress being interviewed and think, Oh, I wanna be with her. I <laughs> Gonna be with that one on the screen, <laughs> and then it's, it's like then it's like Pokemon, and you've got to catch them all. Yeah, and... it's it's endless, isn't it? And then you're like, oh, I know this. Like if uh, when I was growing up in Ireland, I'd see this one on TV, and you'd be like, oh, I can't say no to that. <laughs> and then it, yeah, it's like eternal. Ah, what's up the next step of the ladder? Here's the thing, you know. At least I was sober, and. At least I was in a place to recognize the good thing that I'd got going, but I nearly didn't. 
Oh, yeah. I nearly didn't recognize that because of the bigger, better offer thing. You know, it's it's quite simple. Are you comfortable in the company of this person? Do you trust this person? Does this person make you laugh? Do you like looking at this person? <laughs> bing, 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 you win. That's it. Boom, start down. Oh, that yeah. What, what happens then if you find you're like, ah, I don't like the way she breathes with her mouth. Like you find a small tweak. <laughs> you're always going to. You're always going to. You're always going to find the odd, small toe. Oh, yeah. Kind of deformed. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, whoa. that's it. It's the small toe. Uh, you know, it, but you're always going to find that with absolutely every human being, including yourself and including me, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and... You know, there is, we're, we're, we're humans and we, we have those things that we, you know, dislike in each other, every single one of us, mm. even me and Ida. We've been married 16 years. No, we've been together 16, 16 years, been married for 10. And um, yeah, I, I absolutely adore her. I mean, more in love with her than I was on our wedding day. Um, and yeah you know but with with Ida and she'll say the same thing about me there's like things that she can't abide with me and there's things about her that I can't abide with her but it just yeah it just works I feel like yeah if I see a flaw I'm like ah there we go and probably you're probably thinking in your head Mark is a romantic and you'd be right <laughs> uh, I I just wonder you know in the haze of your adventures how you're ever going to see a person oh yeah yeah i know plus i do a lot of projecting too i'd be like oh this person's like that and then i'll be like hang out with them and i'm like ah you're not who i thought you are that's like it's so bad you're your oh, own that, person that, yeah that's that's what i did with ida was that oh this person's like this yeah but in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do it in a good way. And like, and like with, with Ida, I finished, we, we ended the relationship three times. It was like, you're doing a good version of you, but I know, what, <laughs> I know, I know what's, what's hiding behind that. And so far, the thing that I thought was hiding behind that hasn't come out. I like the way so far. <laughs> you're on edge. Well, it's been 16 years. She's, she's the best at it. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. Uh, you know, but... Yeah, I, um, yeah, it's that. I also didn't think that I could do monogamy. Oh yeah. Uh, and it turns out I can. Is that the contentment? Um, no. Like I said to Ida, I said I don't think I can be monogamous. Back in the day, she said I trust you, and I think you can. And it's like chocolate or booze if you have some chocolate you want to have all of the <laughs> some oh, yeah, booze true. you want all of the booze yeah. and I, I see it very much like very much like not drinking a day at a time all right yeah, until yeah. until i realized eight years into the relationship hey i haven't fucked this up oh yeah yeah, yeah. hey oh oh i can i can do this and basically what you have to do is take your head out of the lion's mouth. 
you know, the reason why you put all of these things in front of you to find pick fault with these ladies and then run away is because you want the ability the next night to pick another lady. <laughs> yeah. And if you and if you if you pick this one, then you can't do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's spot on. Jesus, therapy session yeah. going well. <laughs> Therapy yeah. sessions backfiring on me because it's exactly as I hoped, and now I'm like I'm uncomfortable. Oh, vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, but 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 you know, there's like then there's no room for growth. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just and, and like you know, there's no room for growth, and also you're gonna be that guy. You're gonna be that guy. <laughs> yeah, which is as bad as it sounds, isn't it? Yeah. You are not explaining what it is. You're like, oh no, I don't want to be that guy. It is, but then you'll probably just go well i'm that guy <laughs> that's probably what you'll do but i've got to say from somebody in the future that um has experienced the wealth of what life has to offer on life's terms um like jumping into commitment and having these children and trying to be the best version that i can be of myself with this person that i am with the benefits of it are you can't quantify it and you can't bottle it and you can't truly give words to give it justice. There's no sort of, um, uh, you, you're not a statue like Rocky in Philadelphia going, yeah, yeah. Oh, commitment and children. <laughs> it doesn't feel like that. It's tell you what it feels like. It feels like this. <laughs> Ah, okay. All right. That'd be a great statue. <laughs> ah, yeah. And the head bounces yeah, in the wind. That, that, and it'll but, but then but then, you know, I would surely know how much that is worth and, and what that means if it was taken away from me. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're ahead of, you're in the future. I'll see you there. <laughs> I am. I'm I'm future guy. Yeah. That, uh, because I, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't built to be this person that I am today, but I obviously was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'd have listened to my own mind when I was younger, I wouldn't be where I am now. I'd probably be dead. You know, I'd probably be dead or it'd be a very lonely pop star or or Howard Hughes-like or, oh, yeah. or, or, you know, a million different things that you could be if I wasn't experiencing what I'm experiencing now. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I don't know, it's like I, my, I, I have a rich life, not monetary, but mm. that, that too. But I, I, <laughs> I like, I, I, I dig what's happening. It's sort of like a, it's, it's kind of like a, I have these moments where I have these love attacks with my wife and she has love attacks too. She says, I'm having a love attack where you sort of overwhelmingly love some person. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then when you sort of like figure out the content is the way forward, it's basically you spend most of your time going, eh. <laughs> so it's like a, an overall, it sounds like a cup of tea at all times. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a Xanax that you can't get in trouble for having. Oh, yeah, and yeah. very, very much like a micro dose of Xanax. Resign. Not like the whoosh, I'm totally <laughs> numb now and I'm impervious to pain. But like there's a micro dose of Xanax that you are given just because of the choices that you make 
to try and become a fully rounded human being. Oh yeah, as opposed to my two dimensional meteor. <laughs> I've been getting to uh, regret unwrapping the meteor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, you then. said, you know, <laughs> on entry. You, 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 you gave me the platform. And told <laughs> what the was about. It sounded good in my head. And I was like, oh, imagine if I was just sitting in my car on the way home crying. <laughs> it's, it is the thing. Like, you know, it, it, no, I won't go. I won't go there. because I don't want to make you cry. <laughs> no, I won't. Don't worry. Okay. So, you know, your life has, has taken many unexpected turns. You're in Los Angeles and you're doing well in this comedy world and you get to hang out with very exciting people and great brains. And um, it's a wonderful opportunity um, and a great life where you find yourself. Hmm. But if you take you in 1999 and now take you in 2021, they're the same people. <laughs> that fair (laughs) they're the the same people and it's the equivalent of if you go back to the pub in Ireland and you go into that pub and the same old fuckers are drinking the same pint in the same place at the same bar oh yeah yeah you're just doing the same thing (laughs) in Los Angeles imagine the tears the tears come out yeah that's true Um, yeah I suppose the, the change of place I'm like nah I'm changing Here's the thing, too. I bet you people always tell me, ah, you've changed. You've changed. In my head, I'm like, I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you I won't. I'll wear the same Umbro sweater I was wearing back in Ireland. See these trainers with the massive tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a good point, right? Okay, uncomfortableness. Um <laughs> I have a question for you. This is a different topic, but I, you must get it. So, like, if I see a bad photo of myself, I'm like, ah, you fucking, you useless dope. Like, how, you must see, <laughs> you must see a lot of bad photos. I, I, I only see bad photos. <laughs> Are you, do you, just, you know, there, there, was, there, was, there was a time when I wish I'd have known that this was the best I was ever going to look. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I'd have, I'd have celebrated that day. The best I ever looked was at Ian Jury's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Jury, for people who don't know, is just the most amazing lyricist and rock star. And, you know, he, he was, he had polio and he was inspiration, a big inspiration of mine. And I was lucky enough to know him and go to his funeral. And I've seen pictures of me at the funeral. And I'm like, fuck. You. <laughs> that, day, that day you looked the best you were ever going to look. Oh, that's unreal at the funeral, <laughs> chatting off women. And, and like, I have a real, I, I didn't know. And I, that's the thing. That like the day that you're the best looking, you'll never know. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you hate yourself and hate the way you look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's insane, isn't it? Especially if yeah, I look yeah. back at photos where on the day, I remember thinking, I'm sweating. My hair is awful. I'll see pictures now. I'm like, oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 unfortunately, really struggle with sugar. It's like the last of the addictions where, you know, I, I just my weight goes up and down all of the time, and like, you know, there'll be several photographs, many, many photographs on the internet where I'm like, it's okay, 
you're not as fat as you think you are. <laughs> Remember that time when you looked at the same photograph and you thought, oh, you're not as fat as you think you are. <laughs> well, like I'm 10 years down the line, those photographs still exist and I'm still as fat as I thought. <laughs> you just got to lie you know? to yourself enough. You know, I, and, and but also, you know, like there's been words said about me in the press where I'm like, uh, what's the... Um, Grotesque. <laughs> grotesque. So you sort of like, you've already been validated that you are grotesque because it's been written in the Times oh, or the yeah, web. Yeah. And then you look at photographs of yourself where you think you look grotesque and you're like, yeah, 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 they're right. <laughs> like a grotesque human being. That, was, and, that must be tough to fight against in your brain, is it? Well, I'm doing art at the minute. And um, I was, I'm doing, I thought I'll, I'll do some funny, because I'm doing these, I'm drawing like pictures of celebrities and doing these fake biographies, All right. you know, next to them. And I thought I'll do a couple on me and I'll go and find a couple of pictures of me. <laughs> just fucking horrible. Just really, really horrible. Yeah. You know, and like when I did go to find those photographs 10 days ago, it was just like, I am. I'm a great, great. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah, that would fuck my head up. Like, even my buddy the other day uh, just took like a candid photos and he'll send it to me. And I was like, ah, he goes, I'm going to post this online. I want women to see how ugly you really are. <laughs> I was like, all right, do it'll be good for my brain to get it out there. Yeah, no, I, I pathologically hate watching myself. Oh, like, yeah. I can't I just find it so uncomfortable and like I'll do Graham Norton's show or such and such and then it'll be on the television and I'll be sat with Ida and she's like come on let's have it on and I'm like no really no, yeah you, you can watch it I'm going to the bedroom yeah oh I if someone like if I sent someone when I was writing a book I'd be like oh they're like can I read some and I was like yeah work away I would instinctively go to the bathroom and just sit in the toilet while they were reading i was like oh, i don't want you to see me <laughs> yeah because that's the thing about you know books or or songs <laughs> is that they instantly sound or read differently when you know they're being taken in by another human being yeah and that's where i suppose that's where you can redraft your book or redraft your music uh, because you can spot the um, the shitness, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is even worse when it's already published. And you're like, ah, <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You're like, ah, it's funny. Um, I was talking to like Sylvester Stallone. You're on about him, Rambo. He's read the start of my last book. I think he read up to your foreword and he's like, I don't want to read it anymore. <laughs> How did you know that? He's I'm friends with his daughters. Um, right. And they FaceTime me the other night drunk. <laughs> and it was like, our mom loves your book. Our dad stopped reading after the first couple of pages. Well, the sex book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, how mad is your life? The fact, yeah. the fact you're at any pages. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I was, I was like, wait, Sylvester Sloan's reading my book. And they were just like, he stopped. But yeah, he started it. No, just like that even 
Sylvester alone had a second where he thought about somebody that might be you. Oh, yeah. Men- Mental. I remember one time uh, Al Pacino was reading my book. <laughs> yeah. And like he invited me over to watch um, Scent of a Woman. And I was like, really? Because like Kai at the time, my ex was his yoga teacher. And I went over there and then we were like sitting on these couches at the back. <laughs> and he just sat down next to me. I was like, wait, Al Pacino sitting next to me watching Scent of a Woman. And I just kept going at him. That's you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I had that I had that moment with Alton John. Did you? Yeah, I was at I was at Johnny Versace's house and Lake Como and me and Alton John went for a walk in the grounds and we were just chatting away, all normal. And then all of a sudden I had this like lightning bolt moment where like the fuck, <laughs> Alton John, and I am um, the inside of my head came out, and I went, "You're Alton John." <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's mental, isn't it? I remember we were yeah. walking around your house at Christmas, your 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 newer house. You just got it, and you were like, "Do you want a tour?" And I was like, "Yeah," and we were walking for so long. <laughs> At one point, you were like, "This is this is insane, isn't it?" I was like, "Yeah, it is insane." Like how big it was, but it was one of those we almost had the same moments together. You're like, "Fucking hell!" Yeah, that, yeah. No, the house is. Uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely absolutely ridiculous. Um, it's unreal, though. Yeah, I I just I wanted to know what it felt like to be the guy that lives in one of those houses and now i know what it feels like and yeah i could do without it now <laughs> you know another weird time i think it was christmas at your old house and i was kind of boo- i was like half asleep on the couch so i think slash came in yeah and i remember looking at me like you you look like slash <laughs> Was you wearing a hat? Yeah. I used to like. I used to like be in the garden. I can remember one time because like the marine layer comes in, which is fog for everybody else. And like I was in the garden uh, at my old house, and then I could just see like the door closed to the kitchen, and then just this shadow came looming towards me, and it was like Robbie, Robbie. And as the shadow got closer and closer, it was fucking Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, wow, this is mental. <laughs> Tom's, Tom's an unbelievable father, loving the bits. But yeah, that, 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 um, yeah, I, I remember because Slash used to live across the road. And I can remember the two of us leaning against this wall, bitching about the, the, the housing committee. No way, really? <laughs> And I had another one of those moments. Slash. It's Slash. It's Slash. It's Slash. It's Slash. Just overwhelming. Just wanted to go, it's Slash! Read in his face. The other night, right? Sarah Silverman was doing my show. And I'd never met her before. Like at a show. And she's so nice. Unbelievably nice. But I was talking to her, and that happened. In my head, I was like, oh, I saw her so many years ago in Ireland watching her. And she was on TV, and she was just like, what's up with Jesus? And I was like, 
oh, you can talk about that stuff. And it was like such a moment to be like, oh, you can do stand up and say that stuff. And as I was but talking to her, I was like, oh, you're Sarah Silverman. I was watching you. And <laughs> she was like, oh, that's so sweet. But that's, but that's the thing, like, why famous people are so weirded out by the general public, you know, is because they, when they meet you, are going, it's Robbie Williams, it's Robbie Williams, it's Robbie Williams, and they come with a sort of, like, manic energy that I also have because I am a human being that's impressed by famous people too, you know, uh, and uh, I also have um, social problem well it's not it's not a problem if i don't expect myself to be social yeah but it's a problem when the world expects you to be social for them oh yeah 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 so, so like i have people come up and they ha are having their internal battle with themselves meeting me oh yeah so they, they they're quite they you know people will be full of anxiety or you know they'll they're quite often say something rude or they won't mean it but mm. they could you know so like it's not like you know you know that that cunt who won't do photographs with people yeah, yeah how yeah. do they get like that it's like because you've just had like in a day if i go out i can have 20 instances of discomfort as people are being uncomfortable around me mm. and i'm an uncomfortable human being yeah that's socially uncomfortable yeah that's brutal you know, so, so like like when when I go out, these face masks are fucking brilliant. I've been, <laughs> yeah. I've been more public in the last year than I have really been in thirty years. Yeah, because I can just get about. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's basically like I'm I'm Terminator when I go out. I'm just scanning the room to see who's going to come over, who's got the phone. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I'm going to turn my back. Oh no, she's uh yeah no, she's excited to see me. I'm I'm not excited to see you. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I know I'm Robbie Williams, but I was Robbie Williams when I woke up this morning. Yeah, yeah. So like I, I'm not thrilled about it, and I, I can't be thrilled for you. Yeah. As you look over and you go <laughs> to me, because like it's just fucking. I'm me all the fucking time. Yeah. I'm not excited about it, and I I can't go. To have that energy, it is kind of funny. So, like doing comedy and getting more well known and stuff. Like, uh, if I see someone at the bar, I saw someone at the bar the other night, and these two girls were just staring at me, and I was just like, "Oh, what's up? Why you look like I thought? Are you trying to fight? What's what's happening?" But it was a nice way. But my like initial instinct was like, ah, they're, they want to fight me or something, do they? Like it's it like that would wreck my head to have that the whole time. Well, I, I, I had it I did it the other day. I was standing outside a supermarket with my mask on with Bo, my uh, one year old, in a pram, and there was this guy and he was loitering, and I was just like, and I got a key between my fingers. <laughs> I just thought, right, you're just gonna, you're gonna have it in your eye. You're gonna have this key in your just fucking eye because you're being fucking weird, yeah. right? Because I, you know, and as it happens, he was an Italian guy who had been listening to me since he was three years old, and I am his biggest inspiration. 
it's right into the eye. I was like, you fucking stealing out a key in your eye, you dickhead. Yeah, that's fucking... Oh, that's hilarious. It's like, like I I, I wanted to say to him, mate, if you see a famous person, don't loiter about because you're a a big fella. Just go do the thing that you want to do. Seems suspicious. I don't know whether you're a threat or a fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah, even the other night, so we did a show here at um, like Tiffany Haddish and Craig Robinson were on it. We were just in the green room after, and like they were chatting, and then they asked me a story, and I was telling a story, and for some reason, there was a girl just looking at me while I was telling the story, but I started getting suspicious, being like, why is she looking at me <laughs> when Tiffany and Craig are there? I was also boozing. So I'm telling the story, but all I can think of is like, I want to just go, what are you looking at? <laughs> In the most aggressive way. And eventually she laughed and I was like, oh, she was just listening to me. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, look, you know, it's like I, I have a wonderful life and an incredible job and, you know, still have ambitions and I have lots of opportunities to be able to fulfill those ambitions so in, in no way am i moaning about my lot in life because my lot in life yeah. very much so has been unfair you know it's like I, I shouldn't be in the position that i'm in so i'm not moaning I, i'm just saying as a human as a human sorry as a human relating to other humans mm. i can't do it i'm not built that way yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. that i'm saying oh yeah people out there may judge me for <laughs> yeah you know, he's come to I, 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 I think that people think that once you get a million pounds, you're impervious to anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like people be like, oh, when we first became friends, they'd be like, oh, what's Rob like? And I'm like, he's so, he's very normal, <laughs> which they couldn't believe. They must be like, nah, he's, not. he's just like you live an abnormal life, but very like, oh, yeah, this guy's a fucker. Like he's a laugh, just normal, which people don't seem to get. Like you said, you're just. You have anxiety and fucking issues. They think you're like. <laughs> <laughs> like that Tom Cruise left you jumping on a sofa. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know, but like, that's like getting me mistaken for a character in EastEnders. <laughs> yeah. Danny Dyer is not Mick, whatever his name is that yeah. runs the pub. Danny Dyer is Danny Dyer. You know, it's like I've created a character that helps me to get on stage mm. and the, the character that gets on stage uh is is very this kind of arrogant and pompous and big because the real me wouldn't fill a stadium uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like you know the the guy that you come around and hang out with that guy isn't going to keep people's attention for <laughs> five minutes if you're but just... people actually people actually think that i am that person oh the whole is, time yeah which yeah. in like the people that, the people that like me think that that is great and then the people that hate me are, are wound up by the fact that they think that i think i deserve all this oh yeah 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 that's they 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 think i'm wandering around in a permanent state of narcissism going yeah <laughs> 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 I wake up and I go, yes, I'm him again! <laughs> no, I absolutely despise myself and um, don't think I deserve anything. But, but the um, 
the that used to drive that person used to drive the car 24 hours oh, a day yeah, yeah. he used to be the person in the front driving the car going you are shit you are shit you are worth <laughs> you are shit you are shit you are worth the charlatan are you so lucky you lucky lucky bastard lucky lucky bastard you know that would be the guy driving the car he's still in the car <laughs> but he's on the back seat so not the uh that's not the primary guy. Yeah, you gave me advice ages ago. I was telling you about someone, it was at the comedy store, I think. It was a booker who was like crazy. And I'm like, geez, she would drive me insane like until I walked on stage. But I'd go on stage like carrying that energy. I was like, how do you like, if you're having a bad day and go on, you're like, oh, it's a switch. You're not playing yourself. You're turning on the character when you go on and it's off when you come back. And I was like, oh, I just thought it was going to be like, be fully yourself. Good story. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no I, I, it, that's, that's, that's how it works. You know, it's like mm. you have to have sort of an insane lust to want to not to prove yourself right or wrong and the people out there right or wrong. Yeah. You know, it's, you have to, you have to fill the space with the meager talent that you've been given. <laughs> you know and yeah come in and about you have to you, you just have to at all costs fill that space mm. switch this uh switch the switch and become that person yeah 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 true keep the bounce who out of all the comedians that you've ever worked with are the least like their stage persona carrot top Really? Oh man, he was so like quiet, unassuming, very like, oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, he was uh, like the most like themselves are Ron White and Michael Rappaport. I think my, my dad's a comedian, and there's very little difference between my dad on stage and off stage. Yeah, I think I think there's this. Um, I think it's a new phenomena um this having to don a persona to get on stage and be a person yeah you know, yeah I, I think that back in the day it was more malleable and the two sort of coexisted well a lot of people i'd be buddies with now would be themselves on stage good yeah like that's a, good a lot of them so so if they so if they hate them they really hate them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's why it's like Oh, you don't like me? That's okay. I'm How used... many podcasts have you done? Um, well, we've done a lot, but we're just lining up more. I think Rappaport is coming out next week. And then, yeah, it's going to get more and more. There's a therapist you that wants... You got, oh, you've got to ask people to give you therapy. Pardon? You've got to ask people to give you therapy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Say, this is the idea, and then wander off into like a monologue or something else because like i was like oh therapy i can do this <laughs> yeah oh that's why it's, i had it written down from ages ago i was like oh how are you open how do i become more open dealing with shame i asked people to write in if they had any questions for you a lot of people are like who's that um, <laughs> <laughs> people too they'll be like i thought he's dead <laughs> they like robin williams but one girl was like why all right her name is dinah She's like, why can the guys I'm with not make me come? I was like, three men sitting around should be able to answer this. 
Why? I used to have a friend that was unable to arrive at that destination. <laughs> she wasn't a friend that I was sexually active with. I don't know. I think that's a that's an answer for a doctor, really. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe you don't like men. Yeah, like, I don't know. But I'm sure that if that's true and not just something funny that you say on Twitter, it must be a, a huge hang-up for her. Oh, yeah, and no. I would, probably, I would probably seek the help of a professional and, uh, you know, not three charming narcissists. <laughs> yeah. All right, last one. This guy, Dave, was like, how long do you wait before you use the bathroom at a girl's house that you're seeing? Um, I'd wait a year. I get... <laughs> I get on farting terms quite quickly. Really? Yeah. The shame in me wouldn't let me. I'd go home. <laughs> I'd be like, I can't stay over. Well, okay. Okay. So, for example, I was a bit Howard Hughes. And if you were meeting me, you were meeting me at my house. Oh, yeah. And in my house, in the old house, there was at least 14 toilets. <laughs> There's 36 toilets at my new place. <laughs> so, so you could be like, been a problem. oh, yeah, I've only two at mine. I'd be like, is that a noise in the spare bathroom? And I just go in there. Yeah, I'm probably, probably not the best person to ask. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted it on my terms. Oh, yeah, 36 is a lot. All right. That's it, I'd say. Okay, cool. Cheers for that. Yeah, did you feel uncomfortable when I got down to the nitty-gritty? Oh, yeah, it was great. I was definitely sweating. I was happy. Yeah. Oh, I was feeling problem. enlightened over here. Oh, yeah, it was great, though. Yeah. That's why I knew you'd be good. I was like, oh, we need, I need someone open and articulate. And then, <laughs> oh, well, thank you for, for thinking me that way. Don't uh, forget to right. check the comments, Rob, about uh, how well you did and if anyone hates you or loves you. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, then what Pete, I've noticed because I mentioned that I go and check my comments to see if anybody's changed oh, yeah, their mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then people then comment about me still being a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win. You cannot win. Yeah. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm 47. For a lot of people in a certain part of the world, I've been in their life for a long, long time and they've made up their mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's true. Even, even if I gave them a kidney. <laughs> gave them a kidney and did their garden and you know unplugged their shitty toilet <laughs> and paid for their children to go through school and nursed them when they were ill they would still think I was a cunt <laughs> they must they, maybe they're right you never know uh, it's Carl Brazil alright see you later All right. cheers boss nice one good luck Peace. Nice one, Eyal Gahan. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks, boss. Bye. All right. That's the podcast. Why don't you hear what I said? And you know I don't play. Now, baby, don't you throw those bouquets at me. And you better not try to please my folks too much And you mustn't laugh at my jokes too much Because people will say we're in love Didn't you hear what I told you? Don't sigh 
and gaze at me Don't you know that your sides are so like mine You better watch your eyes Mustn't blow like mine Because people will say that we're in love Now baby, now don't you stop around collecting things Or I'm gonna get my robe and my glove Well, sweetheart, they're suspecting things Don't you know what people will say? I told you what people will say I know what people will say We're in love Now don't you start around collecting things Or I'm gonna get my robe and my glove Oh, sweetheart, this is begging things Don't you know what people will say? I told you what people will say I told you that people will say 